1: Good afternoon. Today we're turning to the book of Hebrews chapter 9. We'll be thinking about two important dates in every man's diary. First, here's Parker Donnelly singing This World Is Not My Home.
2: This world is not my home. I'm just a food My treasures are lit up From heaven's open door And I can't feel at home In this world anymore I have a loving sister Just over in glory land And I don't intend to stop Until I shake her hand She's waiting there for me At heaven's open door And I can't feel at home in this world anymore Over in Land, we live eternally Where saints on every hand Keep shouting victory Their song and sweetest praise Stripped back from heaven's shore I can't feel at home In this world anymore Oh Lord, you know I have no friend like you Heaven's not my home, then, Lord, what will I do? The angels beckon me from heaven's open door, and I can't feel at home in this world anymore. And I can't feel at home in this world.
1: This afternoon I would like to read one verse to you. It is found in the book of Hebrews chapter 9 and the verse 27. And as it is appointed unto man once to die, and after this the judgment. Today I would like to discuss with you two important dates in every man's life diary. What dates have you written into your calendar? What days have you recorded in the diary as being of great importance? Most people have to create a memo somewhere to remind them of important future events. There are personal appointments that must be kept, such as a scheduled visit to the doctor or dentist. There are family events that are of immense importance, such as weddings. They don't get much bigger than that. Students who are sitting examination will have the date of those papers written into their planners, Those who have job interviews will be sure to remember the time and the place where their future prospects may take an upward spiral. Businessmen will know the date their tax return is due and when their account needs to be settled. When we sit down and analyse our lives, there are important dates in every man and woman's diary or calendar which must be kept. In Hebrews 9.27, God is showing you and I the two most important dates in our future lives. These dates are real and that they are fixed. The appointment has been made. God knows when they will take place, but as yet we do not know. What we do know, however, is this. We will neither arrive early nor late for these appointments. We will meet them just on time. These are appointments that we should inquire into. We should wish to find out a little about them. That is what I wish to help you with this afternoon as we think about two important dates in every man's diary and as it is appointed unto man once to die, and after this the judgment. Firstly, let us think about the appointment of death. The Bible says it is appointed unto man once to die. Death is the ending of all earthly plans. In the Sword of the Lord scrapbook, there is a story told about an American evangelist, Bill Rice, who was conducting a gospel mission in Chicago. In the congregation there was a very fine young believer by the name of Johnny Cox. He was the proprietor of a successful undertaking business. Mrs Cox could not attend the meetings, but Johnny never missed one. He invited the preacher over for lunch one afternoon before the conclusion of the crusade. Bill Rice partly regretted accepting because he felt obliged to take a tour of Johnny's business. He saw things he did not really want to see. He saw the technique that was used for embalming bodies. Then he saw what Johnny described as the largest selection of coffins on this side of Chicago. He saw expensive coffins and cheap coffins. He saw coffins for adults and coffins for children. Johnny insisted, however, on showing the preacher his most expensive casket, manufactured from rosewood, polished to perfection, and even had a mattress, as if a corpse needed comfort. Bill Rice, however, was pushed to the limit when Johnny invited him to try out the coffin for himself. The preacher wryly said, This thing isn't for me, so why should I try it out? Johnny said, If it is not for you, who is it for? Easy answer, the preacher said. A dead man. No, Johnny replied. This coffin is for a living man. Sarcastically, Bill Rice said, you bury them alive round here. No, Johnny said. The dead already have their coffins. They are buried. Some man, somewhere in Chicago, who perhaps has no idea that he will die. He may even be a man who has been attending the gospel mission. This will be his coffin the preacher went back to his hotel room that night in a sermon he impressed upon his congregation the words of the text that we are thinking about it is appointed unto man once to die. with a warning that that very coffin could belong to someone in the meeting within a few days johnny cox himself would be buried in that very coffin he was the living man for whom that coffin was destined he had many plans a young wife little children He had a business that was growing, which clearly excited him. But every plan came tumbling down in one moment of time. So it will be for all of us. You may be looking ahead to a summer that will never arrive. Every appointment will be cancelled by this date, when it arrives. The cows will be left in the milking parlour. The cattle will remain in the fields. The yews will continue to lamb. The ledger will be left open. The money will remain in the bank. The football team will continue to play. The artist will leave his unfinished masterpiece. The student will leave his studies behind. The preacher will leave his sermon where it is. Death will come, because death involves the ending of all earthly plans. Death also involves the destruction of the body. We may care for our bodies in this life. We eat the correct foods. We take exercise. We follow doctor's orders. We may try to make our bodies look as well as we can. We wear respectable clothing, perhaps in the case of ladies, a little powder and paint to remove the wrinkles and stem the process of aging. When death arrives, however, this body that has been our home and this face which distinguishes and defines us will begin a process of dissolution. It will rot and decay and in a short time will smell putrid, necessitating a burial. It is a most solemn thing that these bodies are on a course for physical destruction. Death also involves the winding up of the day of grace. Today we live in the day of grace. The gospel is presented freely to all men. When death comes knocking on the door, the day of grace will finally have expired. No more gospel preaching. No more opportunities to accept Christ. Whatever decision you have made regarding eternal things, those decisions will have become totally irreversible. There will be no going back. No more opportunity. The day of grace will be over. It will either be heaven or hell. This is the appointment of death but let me discuss with you the second appointment these are two important dates in every man's diary and the second one is judgment the bible says after this it is appointed unto man once to die and after this the judgment death does not end all there will be an afterwards paul is taking us beyond time to the end of the earth he is taking us to that time when the earthquakes will rock this planet from north to south. Then Christ shall appear, and every eye shall see him. Judgment involves a physical reconstruction. We will receive new bodies. There will be a resurrection. That's what's going to happen at the Judgment Day. Bodies that have lain in the grave for years and for centuries will be brought together. Bodies which have become ashes will be raised out of that state. Bodies which have been buried at sea will be raised from their watery graves, because Christ said in John five twenty eight and 29, Marvel not at this, for the hour is coming, in the which all that are in the graves shall hear his voice and shall come forth. They that have done good unto the resurrection of life, and they that have done evil unto the resurrection of damnation. Bodies that are self-conscious and self-aware are coming forth to meet their maker. Judgment will also involve a day of scrutiny. Investigation will be made as to whether we are in Christ or out of Christ, whether we are saved or unsaved. All those who never knew Jesus Christ, all those who turned away from him, they will be judged in that day. In Revelation 20, 11 and 12, John sees a great white throne and him that sat on it, from whose face the earth and the heaven fled away, and there was found no place for them. And I... So John said the dead small and great stand before God. The books were opened and another book was opened which is the book of life. And the dead were judged out of those things which were written in the books according to their works. It will be a day of scrutiny. Books recording what we have done with Christ. Books recording those opportunities that people had to embrace the Lord and they were turned away from. Books recording sins, sins which are unforgiven because that individual has not gone to Christ for the cleansing power, has not put their faith in the Lord. There will be an investigation. You may fool people in this life. There may be people who think you are a Christian, may think, but I tell you something, you'll not fool God. When the day of judgment comes, it'll be a a day of scrutiny. God will search us out. This judgment will also involve an irrevocable decision. Revelation 20, verse 15, And whosoever was not found written in the book of life was cast into the lake of fire. There's a solemn business. Judgment, condemnation, damnation for all eternity. Day of judgment, day of wonders, hark the trumpet's awful sound. Louder than a thousand thunders shakes the vast creation round. How the summons, how the summons will the sinner's heart For many appointments you make preparation. If you go to a job interview, you prepare for that. You'd be foolish if you didn't. If you meet the accountant, you bring your papers with you. You bring your bills, your accounts. You bring it all with you. You bring your chequebook, your bank statements. Is there not a sound reason for making preparation for meeting with God? And how do you make preparation? How do you make preparation for death and for judgment? Only by trusting Christ as your Saviour. To make preparation for eternity you need a third date in your diary. The first date that we have thought about is, it is appointed unto man once to die. The second date is the judgement, but I wondered you have the third date and that comes first before all. Are you born again? Are you saved? Have you sought the Lord for salvation? Have you passed from death unto life? Have you embraced the Lord? I pray that this day will be the date of your new birth when you will come and seek the Lord. Will you not do that? Will you not bow your head where you are? Will you not lift your heart to the Lord and say, Lord, save me? I need to be a Christian and the Lord will save you and he'll save you now. Oh, think earnestly upon these things. I thank you so much for listening.
0: You've been listening to Let the Bible Speak. If we can be of any further spiritual help or if you would like to receive some free gospel literature, we invite you to write to us. Our mailing address is Let the Bible Speak Rev. Peter McIntyre 13 Willand Crescent 5 Mile Town, County Tyrone BT75OQL That's Let the Bible Speak Rev. Peter McIntyre 13 Willand Crescent 5 Mile Town, County Tyrone BT75OQL You may hear Mr. McIntyre preach each Lord's Day here in Clocker Valley Free Presbyterian Church at 11.30am and 7pm. For further information, you may phone us at 028-8952-1611. 028-8952-1611. We assure you of a very warm welcome at all the services and look forward to having you visit with us. Thank you for listening today. May the Lord richly bless you, and don't forget to tune in on this same station at the same time next week, when once again we turn to the Scriptures and let the Bible speak.